This is a special correction. During this show, you will hear Dennis say that the POA dues are included in the THA dues. That's an error. They are not. The POA dues and THA dues are completely separate. We apologize for any confusion. Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Hello for another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, Dennis Simpson and Mr. Randy Cantrell. Cantrell in Dallas. How's it going there today, Randy? It's good. It's a good. A, a, a warm August evening, yep. I should suspect. Yep. It's August 16th, 2021, as we hit the record button tomorrow. And it is, is 86. Tomorrow is my son's 41st birthday. So that's the big news around here. Is 41. Well, that would mean you're more than 50, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. Slightly. Slightly <laughs> over. I'm a youthful 64. Really? Now, and you still. Now, then fill me in just a second. So 41, he is he the um, appraiser? He's the home inspector. Home inspector. Home, home inspector. inspector. Yeah. So shout out RyanInspects.com is the easy way to get to his. Ryan I kind of made him do that. I don't think he ever uses it. True inspection vision. True. True Vision Inspections is his uh, is his company here in Dallas Fort Worth. So uh, Ryan R Y A N Inspects dot com if you want to check out his stuff. He's a TikTok star, by the way. Really? Oh yeah, he's got he he got on TikTok just a matter of weeks. Fifty thousand subscribers. He's wow. got one. He's got one TikTok that's approaching a million views. He's he's good. Now here's the deal. He's good. Dad taught him everything he knows though. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the deal. IT tech for 27, 28 years, never been a real gamer. I have an Instagram account. I hardly ever use it. Uh -huh. I do not have a TikTok account. Yep. What, and I know these are like thematic or whatever. The one that he's got approaching a million. Well, what is that? Uh, he, he did a, and he, he goes to these homes and it's always, you know, it's a house. Now he doesn't divulge the client or anything or the address, <laughs> but the one, yeah. Find the one where he talks about, I'll put a, I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah, I like to it. It. I there's, it. there's one where he goes into, I'll just give you the hint. As you go from the master bedroom to the master bathroom yeah. there is a microwave oven <laughs> built in. In the master bathroom. No, no, no. Not just place there randomly, and, but and then built in. Built, built in. in. And then there's a walk-in closet. And as you walk in the closet, there's a grand surprise. And he's really clever in the, uh, yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to go watch the TikTok. The, they're basically short videos. They're really short yeah, videos. Like he that, does yeah. it with his iPhone. He sure. just, you know, he just holds it up, shows people stuff. He shows people how to look for termites and it's really? just, yeah, it's just, it's their little two minute videos. Huh. They're, they're, they're crazy good. And I'm not saying it cause it's him, but you know, he, he gets it. Uh, I've, I've shown him enough. I'm the one that I really pushed him to do YouTube videos and to do, and to just get your camera and just, cause he can do a lot of informational instructional kind of sure. stuff. Sure. Sure. Um, sure. and he does 
he does big luxury homes. He does small homes. He does old, old homes on pier, pier and beam. He's got sample reports on his website. These are worth checking out just so that you see the names. Dwight Schrute is one of the customers names. No, he's just, he's got these clever, they're, they're completely accurate. But he's got fictitious names attached to them all. Sure, of anyway. course. But of it's course. a single page website, RyanInspects.com. So I've given him enough love. So and, and the bottom line is, bottom line, and this is advice for anybody: become the authentic, authentic, or, or authentic voice of information, whether you get to bill for it or not, and then they will come. You know, if you be, if you become the authority authority in that area, and uh, you, you you know share your knowledge when people do need you. You're the one they call. Yeah. Well, and he's got the, he's got the people skills and he's got the technical skills and I know what we're going to talk about. And when it comes to real estate, you know, whether mm. we're buying or selling or whether we just own it, you could not really. And honestly, there could not be a better tie in to this, what we're about to talk about today. Yeah. First off, I need to preface some things real quick. I am Dennis Simpson. I am the co the vice chair of the town homeowners association of hot Springs village. There are two overarching entities in the village. One is the Town Homeowners Association, and one is the Property Owners Association. Completely different organizations run completely different, both set up by Mr. Cooper and the Cooper communities as they formed the developments. There are 19 townhouse subdivisions, 19. Of those 19, there are 928 townhouses in the Town Homeowners Association. Uh, once again, completely separate from the property owners association, but they, they cross very closely a lot of times. And I'm bringing this up because we're having people ask a lot of great questions about the town homeowners association. And it's a valid thing. It's a really valid thing. Uh, I am not speaking for the town homeowners association. I cannot be any more clear about that. I am not speaking for the town homeowners association. I am the vice chair or, and, and happy to help with any questions, but I just wanted to clarify a few questions. A lot of people are asking, you know, where exactly do our townhome owners fees go? What do they cover? And uh, uh, Randy, we've talked about some townhomes here in the village here. I mean, mm -hmm. what, do, what do you think a townhome owner dues and fees would be per month? Do you have any idea? Well, I, I've looked, so I've got a little bit of an idea, but I've got a question, but I don't want to, I don't want to short circuit no, your, no, no. Go your ahead. plan. Yeah. My big question is POA dues. Town homeowners association, are they separate? Are they together? If I pay one, then do I have to pay the other? If I had sent you a script to set me up, Randy, this would have been it. <laughs> That's the perfect question. And you didn't because and you and I didn't, I didn't uh, No, what I was going to say is, is that every property in the village has to pay a property owner's assessment. Okay. Okay. And for, for, uh, town homeowners that, that have a water meter, of course, everyone has a water meter. It's $69.90. And I, I meant to cover this the other day on one of the shows we did, Randy. We we never we talked about the POA dues, but we didn't talk about how much they are. If you have a vacant piece of land that does not have a water meter on it, it's $39.90 a month. If you have a piece of property that has a water meter on it, townhome, regular home, whatever, uh, it is $69.90 a month. That $69.90 goes to the property owners association, no matter what. So for example, a, a townhome might be $108 might be the, the reasonable fee, the, the regular fee that includes the $69.90. So they are not separate in any way. 
except the the 108, 110, whatever. And you say, well, Dennis, why don't you just tell us how much the THA dues are? Because they vary based on each one of the 19 subdivisions. And I'll go into this in just a minute. There, there's a couple of rules we need to go into. And that is, number one, the Town Homeowners Association was set up by Cooper, uh, basically to manage townhome issues and townhome common property. Uh, take a guess, Randy. I don't know if you know this or not. How far from my townhouse do I actually own? I own the land it sits on and how much, roughly? I don't know. I would guess it's really small, though. It's usually it, it nearly always five feet. There are some that are six feet. Yeah, there you go. So this last week, lady on social media asked a great question. Can I put a dog fence for my service animal back behind my townhouse? That property back behind you is not yours. It's common property between everybody else. Yeah. So you, you absolutely can't put a permanent structure there because, you know, leeway access, all that thing. So it's not as it would appear, you know, so many people look and go, well, there's my townhouse and here's my yard. Eh, you get to take care of it, but you don't own it. If you know, make right. sense. Okay. So typically the, the typical town homeowner association fees are going to be between 103 and $110 a month. And they vary ever so slightly, but that does include the 6990 in your property owners association. So what do we do with that other 30 bucks, 40 bucks? What do we do? We pick up your trash. We mow the yard, we maintain the structure, we keep the hedges trimmed. Uh, if a tree is damaged or falls or whatever, we take care of all that. It's completely taken care of that for you. I'm going to split that hair in just a moment, by the way, Randy. Uh, but I think what the real thing is, is that when Cooper set this up, number one, and you have to understand, I, I, we're not throwing rocks at Cooper. This is they do what they do to, to sustain the place. That's their job. Uh, so they made the, the Town Homeowners Association with a couple of specific criteria. Number one, the Town Homeowners Association cannot ever borrow money, period. The declarations can't be changed so that we can borrow money. Nothing ever, ever, ever. So this means that we have to have funds on hand to fix anything that breaks. Just down the lake, I'm looking down this side, there's Kalanis Subdivision, which is right across from the Waypoint Marina. Beautiful place. Probably uh, in that subdivision, there's probably, I know there's two bridges, and I know they're each over 35 to 40 feet long. Okay. I don't know if you price lumber these days, but if one of those bridges just fell into the water, the Town Homeowners Association, which is all of us, have to have the funds set aside to rebuild those structures immediately without borrowing money, without changing the assessments, blah, 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 blah. So the bottom line is you, you look and you go, well, we're paying all this money in and what are y'all doing with it? Technically, we're holding it in reserve in case something happens because we can't just insure everything and we can't just raise the funds or go, ah, we're going to put that on a credit card when that breaks and we'll just go ahead and make that into something. So am I kind of answering yes. the questions for you? Yep. Well, let me let me go one step further. Teresa, Diane, and I bought a property caddy corner from us here. Beautiful property right on the point, 270 degree view, great view. And we bought it on April Fool's Day, in case that tells you anything, uh, closed on April Fool's Day. Uh, literally less than a week later, my next door neighbor called Ian at the time, great guy. And he said, Dennis, just want to let you know your roof's in your front yard. Excuse me? Now, I live across the lake from, I'm looking at my prayer property right now. And I said, it's just on the other side of the lake. And I said, 
What do, you, what do you mean? What was there a storm? He said, yeah, we had some 60, 60, 70 mile an hour straight line winds come up this side of the lake. And I'm like, it's, it's not a half mile across. What do you mean? I don't have a twig broken in my yard and, and my roof's in the front yard. <clears throat> Drive over there real quick, get over. And the, sure enough, there's two, there's a couple of uh, the oak and a hickory that are, I mean, you know, 25, 30 inches around in diameter to the base. And two of them are laid over. Uh, there's two more in the next hill up. Come to find out the roof in the front yard was not mine. Thank you, Lord. Right. But we've got two decks, two stories. And I go up to the top story and I'm looking out like, just like this, literally a redwood deck looking out this way. I'm standing at the corner. And as I look, something just kind of catches my eye, moves a little back. And I'm, I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Cause you know, it's like a twilight zone, you know, change of perspective. And I'm like, what's happening here? Oh, that huge hickory is weaving in and out because the, it's been loosened. And every time it would move back and forth, I can look down and watch the roots and the roots are heaving up out of the ground. I call the town homeowners association who I'm not a member of at the time. Cause I just bought this unit. And I immediately said, Hey, I've got a tree that's leaning and it's just about to hit my house. And the first question was, is, is it touching your house? No, no. Okay. We'll be right over. Okay. Well, what if it was touching my house, then it's a property owner's problem. So that's, you know, where you clear that line. Uh, they literally had those trees cleaned up, cut down, cleaned up in three hours. They were gone and they had huge equipment to do it. That's the kind, and I didn't pay a dime. That's the kind of thing that the Town Homeowners Association is designated to do. Have I clarified this in any way, Randy? Yeah. And you said 928. So there's 928. And I'm assuming they're not all occupied, but the sellers are still paying those monthly Dues. fees. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just thinking about the dollars there. So no, keep going. I, I tell you what, I really want to do a shout out real quick. And I don't know if you'll ever see this or not, but Dennis King has been taking care of our collections and, you know, in, I mean, people like everybody, you know, people and corporations, we fall on hard times. Some things happen. Uh, we've had a couple of units that had been uh, uh, vacant and somebody died and the estate couldn't pay or wouldn't pay the taxes and didn't know. And so you've got this property that's in limbo that you're waiting a year, six months, 18 months to get the payment and whatever. And Dennis King has been on it, on it, on it. I think our collections, if I'm not mistaken, I think our receivable collections that are bad are less than three quarters of a percent. Yeah, it's it's awesome. incredibly low. Okay. I've got a really stupid, naive question oh. for those of us that have never had any experience in owning or living in a, in a, in a, in places like this, where you've got, well, you've got, you could, you could have some common walls and common roofs. How does that work? If Excellent there are problems question. as an owner, what, what do I do? Well, for example, let me, let me tell you what happened. Uh, we have, um, and I wish I'd pop up a picture here. Number 26 Colonus, one of our beautiful units, two-story unit, love it. Uh, and it was built in the seventies and, and Randy, the bottom is kind of a vinyl siding. It's okay. Large, pretty windows. But as you go up, you remember when they used to do this kind of half roof where you saw the whole exposed roof on the yeah. side, Yeah, yeah. And the, the building actually has a flat roof on top of it, but they did these shingles on the front with a little slant to it. That looked like that's part of the right. roof it makes it look taller or whatever. I don't know if you know, but shingles after 50 years, they're just not so much better anymore. They're, right. they're not so goodly or goodish anymore. Uh, so a couple of years ago, one of our neighbors came up. Now, this is a quadplex, and we're on the end of the quadplex. 
uh, our neighbors came up and said, you know, we found a guy that does this vinyl replacement and it looks just like singles. And it really does, except it's, you know, 45 feet or 35 feet up in the air and you can't really see it, but it looks from a distance. It looks like the shingles. So it made the, it made our unit like look like the rest of them, except it was made out of vinyl and didn't leak and it wasn't 50 years old and all that. And if I'm not mistaken, I think ours was $1,300 to have him do that. Well, the guy came in and had to get agreement from all four of us to do that. And, you know, luckily great neighbors I mean, fantastic neighbors, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's get on our checkbook, you know? And so all of us get the front of that done at the same time. Well, <clears throat> there's in, in, and I want to just make this distinction between the POA and the THA. The THA may have a set of colors that they want, or paint colors they want to right. all share and have in common. And within reason, we don't want your, your painting yours bright purple and we'll have right. bright yellow at the other end you know, within reason. And it, it's not, that's not their job to be fun suckers. It's their job to establish and maintain values in the property. And I pr promise you, you may not think so, but when you paint your purple house, bright purple, you're not going to have the same value, you know? Yeah. So when you guys get that work done, I'm assuming that the THA had had to approve that work prior in advance, mm -hmm. any fees attached to that? Mm -hmm. No, not in that instance. No, there, there can be. And this is where it gets so particular. Uh, I got a buddy across the lake who just bought a uh, number 32, one of the houses down there, a uh, beautiful, beautiful home site right on the main channel. Gorgeous. Well, the property right beside him he, in his front yard, he had a, a dogwood tree that was dying and he was like, Oh, you know, they're going to make me get a permit to cut this down and everything. A, a, a arborist from the property owners association, which as the overarching authority here came out and said, the tree's dead. You don't need a permit. It's fine. You know, just, just cut it down. Uh, the property right beside them was common property owned by the THA. <clears throat> and if you wanted to cut down one of those trees just for aesthetics or for a view or whatever, then there is, I think there's a $30 permit file that you, you put that in because you, and you have to understand what's going on here. Well, this is what's way to collect 30 bucks. No, these are volunteers and they don't want the, the volunteers in the committee that say yes or no. And they're also obviously a fellow property owners. They don't want to come in and go, okay, we're going to do one permit a week for the next 12 weeks. Let's get all these together, vote on them at once. And $30 kind of keeps you back together. Make sure you, you know, you mean it. You're not just talking with us. And uh, then you're committed to the process, if that makes sense. So it sounds like it's very familiar, you know, and, and HOA property owners, like where I'm at here in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So I've got, I got neighbors on either side. I've got a neighbor behind me. We have this wood fence shared here, shared over here and shared back behind. Mm -hmm. So when we have the fence replaced, we split what we have in common. We split. It works a similar way. I assume. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If, if there's a problem and you know, when they re-roof a unit, they re-roof it up to the line technically now, and they'll, they'll shingle it in and make it, you know, tight and everything. But now obviously it's a cooperative and when we try to do everything we can, you know, if I'm going to re-roof my roof, odds are you need yours. Right. So let's do all this at the same time. And, and we're talking about townhomes, which typically, you know, thousand square feet of roof, you know, right. Right. Uh, not 5,000 square feet of roof. So to share and do all those together, they're either tries or quads or doubles. It really makes a lot more sense for everybody. What's the future of townhomes as far as any future development of townhomes? Funny you should say that uh, because Cooper set those aside uh, and 
I always say a joke that Cooper sprinkled their godlike powers in these places. Um, <clears throat> you know, Cooper didn't build 180 condos or townhouses and then they were vacant. Boom, they're gone, you know, as soon as they're and they build them on Cooper property, which is lakes, golf courses, you know, nice areas, etc. Um, I don't see any immediate expansion. We know that Brandon at Renaissance, we talked about trying to, uh, that he was trying to add some townhouses. And, you know, if he gets the developer's approval, Cooper, he can build those anywhere he wants. Uh, he turned those into townhouses. He had a conversation with some people, uh, one of the churches, like a, a public meeting or whatever, and decided to turn them back into homes, which, you know, whatever. My only comment to him was at one point in here, someday down the road for what Cooper does, which is wise for perpetuity, you don't want to manage the grounds and the trash pickup. And now, right. you know, for the next five, you know, 200 years, you you would like to do it some other way. So I don't see any coming in simply because of the zoning restrictions. Yep. Um, but that's not saying there can't be because, you know, we had that conversation about re uh, reserve property the other day. So that could be townhomes. The, the, tur the turnover, the turnover rate of townhomes versus, I mean, is there some dramatic difference? I don't know that there would be, but there could be because these can be a really cost effective way to be in a pretty desirable place. Let's have a conversation there, Randy. That's an excellent point. That is a fantastic point. I, um, I, I can't tell you what the turnover rate is comparatively, uh, but I will tell you that, you know, Cooper built these things uh, on golf courses or in really nice areas or in very desirable areas. So uh, how would I say it? I don't know what the turnover is. I will tell you the demand is very high. Yeah. And if, if you don't mind having a, a common neighbor, which, uh, and I, we're going to have an upcoming show about short-term rentals here in a minute, which uh, I think will address some of these issues. Uh, it's not as the perception is. There, there's not there's not a ongoing issue with noise or crime, or it is not that way at all. But all that to say, if you don't mind having neighbors, you can have as much house as you might normally, maybe probably forty percent more house than you would normally have for a fraction of the cost. Now. And, and I, man, I wish I could show you. There's a house just across the point that I actually kind of covet a little right on another point, flat, beautiful. And it technically it's a house with a garage, but it's in part of the town homeowners association. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a fluke. It, it, so there's, you think of a town homeowner, you think, well, there's got to be multiple units, right? Yeah. No, uh, no, actually I can show you across the lake right oh, now. There's, there's a double across the lake, right? It looks at my house and then right beside it, there's a house that's in the town homeowners association, but not, you know, a, a stand, not, not a, a duplex or a triplex or a quad. And the reason I split all those hairs, one of the downsides of a triplex duplex a double is that you seldom get a garage and, you know, we've got really good weather. It's not, like that's a burning issue to shovel the snow or the rain or whatever, but it can be a pain eventually if you think you're moving and you got a great deal, but you don't have a garage. Any covered parking in any of these townhomes? That one right over there. I was talking about the, the if it has a home, most times yeah, it yeah. has covered parking. If it's a, a duplex or triplex or whatever, I don't know of any. Okay. That, that's not saying we couldn't make any, but I don't know of any at this time. Gotcha. Uh, but Absolutely beautiful. And once again, well, let's, let's cut to the chase. Um, right across the lake from me in a cove, uh, Rick listed one this weekend for 1,280 square feet. 
on the lake with a boat dock. It's in a cove. It's not in the main channel. Uh, 188. Uh, another one uh, that is very updated and nice uh, is uh, 155. Not as good a water, that kind of thing. But I mean, for under 200. Let me, okay, Randy, what can you buy on the water in Dallas under 200? Yeah, nothing. A doghouse? No, yeah. nothing. No, probably yeah. couldn't even get a doghouse. <laughs> yeah. And, and you ask a great question, and I want because people ask this all the time while we're standing here and while we're talking about how much does a what's the value of a lake lot? OK, my house is sitting on a lake lot that the county obsesses at probably 60,000. Uh, and that's with a boat dock on a 210 acre lake with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why you want to come here in the rainy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a <laughs> bunch of reasons. There's a whole bunch, bunch of reasons. reasons. Peace yeah. and quiet. All right. Well, have we have we omitted anything that you want to hit on here? I think we have covered the Town Homeowners Association quite nicely. And uh, once again, I, I will say they're open half days, Monday through Friday, uh, Monday through Thursday. And the people that work there are extremely devoted and dedicated. They work hard to keep the, the rates down and the efficiency up. Uh, we do not have a full-time uh, maintenance director who directs the lands and the, whatever. Think of that, 928 units, and it doesn't demand a full-time guy. I mean, they're yeah, on that's it. impressive that is well, that impressive. and that brings up maybe a, a good place to uh to to dismount today's show is so the structure of the association walk us through that real briefly so what does that organization itself look like 501c3 it is a nonprofit organization run by a board of members with a couple of committees there's a finance committee there's a basically an architectural review committee that approves paint colors and so forth uh we meet every two months uh, we meet every on the sixth week, we meet and talk about what our, our, uh, our voting agenda is going to be on the eighth week. We meet, meet and vote. Uh, we meet in the townhome owners association building, which partly anybody knows about, which has a, I'm going to guess probably close to a $2,500, a 2,500 square foot, uh, little convention space that you can rent for dirt. I think we rented it for an afternoon for $75, uh, make sure you clean it up. And, but it, incredible bargain an incredible bargain uh you know we had birthday parties there we have family get-togethers and whatever the offices are located right beside that uh it, organizationally it's very lean and very efficient there's a one office manager uh and she's there half time and then there's one lady that helps her that helps gail uh and melissa and she usually does the uh the the collections follow-ups and whatever it's an extremely well-old well-machined um well-performing organization and where people could is there a place where people can go is there a number to contact a, a web address or anything like that it, it's a it's a convoluted web address but it's tha.hsa at uh one of the vendors downtown uh, well we'll put it we'll put it in the show yeah, notes. so just we'll put, we'll post go, to, go to hsvinsideout.com and we'll have it there because that's where all good things are, Randy. That's where a lot of good things are. <laughs> Don't know about everything, but an awful lot. No, that was well, helpful. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope this really did clarify because there's a lot of confusion. And and for as always, I will say this about every organization. And Randy, somebody who works with city government, you know this. You are welcome to attend the meetings. Please attend the meetings. Please engage. That's the POA. That's the THA. That's the county quorum. That's the Saline County Quorum. That's the Garland County. Nobody's going to oppose if you come in the door and go, hey, I just want to know what's going on. Because of, of 928 members, Randy, 928 members, we're lucky if we have five people in attendance. Really? 
Yes. Oh, see, I, mean, I would have expected that you would have had even greater participation. Uh, what I know. This is just going to be me, but I think we could do a better job in communicating that. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up is because people, people pay these, these townhome owner dues and they don't even know where it goes. Well, they pick up our trash. We have to hold these funds in reserve, yeah. you know, as a guardian. Right. So it, it's a lot more complicated than it might seem. Well, maybe they're just completely thrilled and they don't need to show up. That's it. Because everybody in the village is, nobody complains on Facebook. Nobody complains on social media. No, we don't even need this thing no, called next door. Don't y'all, even, y'all don't even have it in Dallas, do you? No, no next door. Even, well, let's don't even go down that road. <laughs> if you are interested, I did, I did preach a sermon. It's not audio or video, but I did type what? out a sermon the other day. I got on a stump. Ah, we're just listening. Hot Springs Village is the star of this show. It's not the star of every show, but that's okay. This is our show. We can do what we want. Exactly. Exactly. And, and if you don't believe that tune in in the next couple of weeks, cause by golly, we're going to tell you. Yeah, exactly. All right. We'll say goodbye. Well, I'll well, tell you what, for hot Springs village inside out, it's Dennis Simpson and Randy Cantrell. And it's been a pleasure. Thanks again, folks. Thanks for listening to another episode of hot Springs village inside out a podcast where hot Springs village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com. And tell a friend.